Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And joining me this evening, I've got drummer for two rock bands, uh, Sinbad and Sabra and Carlisle, as well as an electronic music artist that performs under the project Autonomy. Uh, his latest song is called Everything is Connected. Um, I'm excited to talk to him about his music, his artistry, and why he does what he does. Thank you for joining me this evening, Joe Kirschling. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me on your show. You're welcome. How are you doing this evening? Pretty good. What'd you do today? Oh, uh, usual uh, fun Labor Day kind of things. A uh, friend invited us out for a little pontoon ride, so enjoyed the Milwaukee skyline at dusk tonight. That had to be beautiful. That's awesome. Um, I forgot it was even Labor Day today. <laughs> I know. I actually thought it was Sunday most of the day. I was trying to get chores done, and it was kind of a last-minute thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I got bunch of other stuff to do but you know it was worthwhile that's good yeah i've been unemployed so every day kind of blends together right and i see you your posts with uh the dog mm -hmm. uh relatively frequently what's your dog's name lieutenant tawny madison <laughs> oh nice um yeah. what's uh what's that from it's uh sigourney weaver's character in galaxy quest Awesome. I'll have to watch that then. Um, yeah, well, uh, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, Joe, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And uh, first time I met you was at a large print show at Cactus Club, I believe. Yeah. Uh, last summer. Um, I'd seen you at a couple shows before, and I know that you take you're a photographer too so i would see you like the guy with the camera and i um would start seeing it shows all the time uh you're really active in the diy scene and then i saw a couple of your bands and stuff and um yeah i was excited to actually like talk to joe uh, yeah. one day um so um i guess to start uh we can i'd love to hear a little bit about uh for one where are you originally from I'm uh, from Milwaukee. Uh, I lived in Chicago for a little while, but uh, came back, you know, most uh, friends and family are here in town. So, uh, yeah. Where in Chicago do you live? Oh, uh, Rogers Park. Oh, I have an aunt yeah. that lives there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's by Loyola, but, uh, you know, I, uh, my friends in Chicago live down in Ukrainian Village, so I just run down there. Uh, but that was a while back. I gotcha. Yeah, I'm originally from that area, but I came up here for UWM. Love to hear a little bit about when you started playing music. Oh, well, I guess I uh, played music, you know, basically since, you know, I was in high school. Well, before that, you know, uh, took piano lessons as a kid and uh, when I got into high school uh, kind of 
became interested in drums partly from Led Zeppelin, <laughs> uh, but also partly from seeing, um, you know, the uh, the marching band drum lines and doing the drum cadences marching. Uh, that always, you know, that got me. So I, you know, joined band in high school. Um, and yeah, I, and I played in some rock bands in, in high school as well. Uh, I played a little bit of guitar. I took taken some guitar lessons, but uh, drummers were in demand, and uh, I had some interest in that, and kind of moved into that pretty quickly in high school. Nice. Um, what's your favorite Led Zeppelin song? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to go with "The Ocean," but there's there's too many to choose from, really. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I'd say mine has always been Tangerine, but, um, but yeah, Houses of the Holy is a very underrated link. What did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> I think I wanted to be a music producer, really, uh, pretty quickly. Um, yeah, sort of uh, wish I had uh, pursued that a little more uh, directly, but, you know, here I am. I'm still uh, working at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. DIY, right? Right. Yeah, totally. Um, so after high school, like, how would music look for you after that? Uh, you know, very busy in college. I played in a lot of bands uh, while I was in college. And then after college, yeah, I just, I've been playing in Milwaukee bands. Um, yeah, pretty much constantly throughout the uh, many years uh, so Sinbad um, yeah. I know that, that band's been around for a while um, yeah. named after the comedian right that uh, was a uh, <laughs> that's a yeah it is named after comedian Sinbad it was very funny because when we were naming the band we had all kinds of names and I, I really don't remember any of them um uh, we were really struggling to name the band. And then I think Audrey messaged Ben and I. Uh, she was, <laughs> and I don't know, she'd been, she just decided that uh, Sinbad. And at that point, uh, I think Ben and I were just so fed up with coming up with a band name that we were like, yeah, yeah, Sinbad. Okay, sure, whatever. It's good enough. <laughs> but it's been, it's a, you know, it's good. It's a good name. Yeah. Um, are you guys like fans of his work? Well, Audrey is for sure. And uh, I can't say I'm not, uh, but uh, Audrey has been to several Sinbad comedian performances uh, and has met him on a couple of times. I think, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure she's, she's mentioned the band to him. So, yeah pretty funny I, I know there's that whole rumor about him where like the movie that was uh like a like a room like a movie that never actually happened but it was like shazam yeah. shazam yeah yeah um i never i never remember that myself but there's a lot of people that apparently um, do tell me about how kind of like the band formed um because i know it was a while ago oh yeah well, Sinbad formed uh, through 
all messed up really uh it was great it was i i joked that it was my uh my big plan to get into that band uh, was by random drawing uh Ben and Audrey had performed in a band called um, Rich People prior to that. And I was a fan of that band uh, and uh, was excited about, you know, what that band was doing and kind of years went by that band broke up Audrey uh, at, had moved out of town and a few years pass and Ben and I randomly through random drawing ended up in an all messed up band together. And after our all messed up band uh, uh, completed, you know, those are short term things generally. We, uh, you know, I mentioned to him, you know, yeah, if you are, playing or looking for a drummer I'd love to play and then he said you know Audrey's moving back to town and we're starting something up but we kind of have another drummer lined up and I said well you know if that doesn't work out or whatever you know just give me a call let me know I'm definitely interested uh, and yeah that the other drummer didn't work out and uh, that was it I we had got together and started playing and gelled pretty quickly so yeah how many years has it been? Like 10? 10? No, I don't think it's 10. Uh, five, I want to say. Oh, oh, okay. Let's see, it's 23. Yeah, yeah tw well, maybe maybe six technically. Yeah. Can oh. we count? Do we even count this year? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, I think it was 20, 2014 is when we got together. Oh, okay. Sure. Cool. Yeah, um, that's dope. Uh, yeah, I saw you guys at High Dive uh, last December, and that was a lot of fun. Um, that was, um, yeah, I remember I interviewed you guys for Breaking Entering, and uh, you said, um, just to um, talk about what you guys were working on, you did the uh, split with Badwig right. at that point recently. Shout out to Badwig. That's a Shout out to Badwig for sure. What a band. Oh, yes, totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I know that like Audrey lives, what is it like New Orleans or something? Yep. She's moved down to New Orleans. Um, she's doing great down there. And uh, yeah, but we, you know, she's got family up here and uh, she comes up pretty frequently. So we try to play, you know, whenever she's around or we're hoping to do a tour. We're hoping to do a tour this year, but obviously yeah. uh, with the pandemic that, uh, that hope, uh, was crushed but you know maybe 2021 we'll see yeah yeah i i definitely hope so unfortunately masks became political this year right. so how long it'll last um but yeah i remember you guys said you had a uh, enough you had like uh stuff recorded for an album back then yeah we do you know i kind of forgot about that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh it's i think it's like you know 90 92 percent 92.5 percent done something like that uh uh ben has got to do a little bit of uh you know he, he always uh struggles with writing lyrics which i get I, I never write lyrics but the thought of writing lyrics is uh you know that's tough <laughs> what do you want to what how do you even say anything uh 
and then put it on the permanent record, right? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Etch it in vinyl, like, yeah, you, you want to be sure that you are uh, saying what you want to say. So uh, he's got the tracks and he's got to figure out what he wants to say on that. And, you know, uh, we're not really playing too much right now. So <laughs> he's got the luxury of time for now. <laughs> but yeah i hope i hope we'll uh eventually get those tracks out and uh uh yeah do another it'll just be an ep they were they've been recorded for quite a while now a couple of years probably so it's sort of ridiculous but yeah. oh, that's the way sometimes these things goes right right yeah well whenever it comes it comes um yeah, yeah looking forward to hear it um yeah, um, so that's Sinbad. And then uh, you also recently joined Sabre and Carlin last right. year. Um, how'd that conversation start? Uh, just kind of connections through the music scene. Uh, my friend Nick Ellert uh, works with Carlisle and- uh, Shout out to Nick, he's dope. Yeah, yeah. So Nick kind of made the connection for me and yeah, it was, uh, it was really great. I had a tryout, a little tryout, and uh, it was really exciting to play. That's uh, you know they're very kind of it's a traditional rock band, and that kind of Led Zeppelin that would call back to that like um, mm -hmm. kind of mode. So it was just like really fun, really fun to play that kind of music. Uh, you know, I love to play the pop punk, but also pop punk gets a little more repetitive. There's a little more room for improvisation and. Uh, changing things up with uh, uh, the Sabre and Kyle, uh, <laughs> Sabre and Carlisle style rock band. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, cool. I thought it was interesting that Sabre claims that Wild at Heart was never, um, it wasn't inspired by the movie, um, <laughs> which is one of my favorite movies. Um, but it's kind of interesting because it's kind of like I like uh, the just like you said, just sort of like that gritty rock sound. Yeah. Um, it goes, you would almost think that it's inspired by the movie, but it's not. So yeah, I, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that record. That was a good record, but that was before your time, right? Or uh, was it? Different? Right. Yeah. I kind of joined after that and that, you know, honestly, I've only played, you know, uh, a handful of shows with the band and before the pandemic hit. So We've been on hiatus. We were hoping to spend uh, a lot of time this summer writing and recording a new album, but I, we just haven't been able to get together with the pandemic. And uh, so maybe next year, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully next year. Um, do you uh, you play with Mark Waldock, don't you? I hadn't. Yeah, I uh, played drums in Celebrated Working Man prior, you know, many years ago now. We had a few reunion shows. Those were fun. And uh, yeah, Mark's a good friend. Shout out to Mark. Uh, and, and I know you, you also played in Cairns for a bit, right? Right. Shout out to John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, John, I think uh, I've heard has been working on some new music. And uh, I think he's released a little bit on SoundCloud here and there. But uh Looking forward to hearing more from John. He's kind of, uh, 
I think he's going in a, a, a different direction with the sound where it's uh, less, you know, ensemble band kind of thing. Uh, I think he's, he's gotten into using more uh, electronics and, you know, tape loops and uh, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, that's one of my favorite projects, definitely. I, I really am, I'm excited about the direction. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You and me both, I'm always excited to hear some more of that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so, uh, Autonomy, your yes. electronic music project. So I remember you had, you mentioned Autonomy um, a while back, like found out it was your project and so um, I started helping Alan with um, publishing stuff this year, and then um, uh, so I came across like that you had just dropped the new song, "The Apocalypse Will Blossom," and what a uh, fitting uh, title for this year, huh? Yeah, that uh, well, I you know I, I stole that title from uh, <laughs> um, oh, shoot what Jenny Holzer. Uh, who's an artist who works in uh, kind of the sh using short phrases and electronic signage is kind of her uh, signature thing but that that's one of her short uh, phrases and it always stuck with me and it seemed particularly apt this year so I you know I just it was on my mind while I was uh, putting that track together yeah no kidding um so i i guess uh how did you sort of when did you so i know i mean you've been a drummer for so long like when did you start yeah. working with these electronics uh i guess i had some interest and in, i'd done some you know i've always dabbled with it a little bit but uh i think i was always frustrated by um trying to do it on a computer that just never really gelled with me as kind of a maybe too many options uh too many possibilities where it's just too hard to figure out you know what to do <laughs> uh sometimes i think i need a little bit of, of structure and I, and I found that in uh this device uh by teenage engineering called the opz uh, the, uh, and it was funny. I, I just saw, you know, some comments about it and maybe looked it up and saw, uh, early demo, uh, of how, you know, this is kind of a handheld synthesizer sampler device, kind of all in one thing. And, uh, I just, it was really intriguing to me. Like I thought, oh, like, uh, Workflow is really important. That's what I was really looking for, something where I could uh, quickly piece things together and be creative, but also have a little bit of structure and the, uh, you know, kind of the, the knobs and dials uh, that you get with a hardware device rather than clicking a mouse, right? Like it's, <laughs> or, you know, trying to hook up something to the computer and then you're tethered to your desk or, and I work in front of a computer all day. So it's just, it's hard to want to 
get back in front of that to do music too. So this uh, little handheld device gives you the opportunity to go out on the porch or uh, go sit in the park and play around and make some music. Yeah, uh, I know you've been on the beach too. Right. It's a good spot as well. So yeah, um, so yeah it, it's, uh, it's pretty much been using only the OPZ. I, I've started adding in some other uh, equipment and devices here and there, but uh, I just kind of keep going back to just using the OPZ. Uh, like I said, it does offer some sampling capabilities. So that has been something I've been trying to explore more. I, when I started, I pretty much used the stock sound banks because um, I didn't really know what I wanted. And uh, after a while, you, you kind of move through those, you get comfortable with them, you figure them out. And uh, and then you're like, I need something that sounds a little different. I need, I need to you know start exploring sound. So that's some of the newer stuff definitely has um, some different samples that I've either created or pulled from different sources, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know that you've, uh, like every track is completely different than the other, you know, like it sounds like you're, you're influenced by a lot of different textures. Right, I try to, uh, every, every time is, ex, you know, it's an exploration with that device, um, trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to make something that, that feels right uh, and sounds good to my ears. And um, sometimes I get stuck in a rut and I find myself just kind of running through the same kind of patterns, the same kind of, and I, and I frustrates me and but you know I figured out that you know yeah it's partly well maybe I need to find some different sounds to create some uh, new inspiration and listen to some different things and try some different starting points I think I am starting to develop a style there's certain things that i like that i can't get away from <laughs> uh, and there's uh, certain things that you know want to make work but they i don't feel like they're quite working yet for me uh, i just need to yeah i need to figure out how to make them satisfying to my ear yeah yeah, yeah. i hear you um how about your uh, latest song, Everything is Connected? Because that one is, um, that one is real fun track. You know, I, I, it, it, it's, it sounded like you're intercepting like an information superhighway. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, I, yeah, I think what I've been gravitating mostly towards is very dancey, a little bit funky, uh rhythmic patterns that kind of shift and you know keep the ear interested so they're not too repetitive um and yeah uh like i said it it comes down to uh how does it feel you know feeling is really what i'm going for when i when i'm creating these tracks and sometimes you know I'll go through and i'll, I'll make something like you know, it's okay, but it just doesn't feel right. 
and then then goes in the trash bin, <laughs> you know, uh, and then you know. But sometimes they they feel right. That's uh, and that's what I try to put out. Yeah. Uh, but I, at the same time, I don't tr you know try not to be too precious about it. Sometimes um, it's like, well, I think I think this is good. I'm gonna uh, and, and the release of the music is what allows me to move on and try something new. At a certain point, they kind of become burdensome because you feel tied to them and you can't let them go until they've been released. And if you, if, if I like them, they just keep hanging around and, and I, I can't get rid of it. And then it starts filling up the device with all the patterns and then, and there's no room to make anything new or they're dependent on the samples that are loaded into the machine. So I can't change the samples until I release the music. And then, then I can wipe it out and start making something fresh. Yeah. What's like been your like methods of finding samples? Like that's always interested me, like how samples are. I, you know, that's a good question. And I, don't really have a good answer because I think that's something I'm still figuring out. Um, it's uh, it, it's hard. There's like a lot of places where you can get um, samples and I'll kind of troll through those and see if I find anything that st strikes my ear like, oh, that's interesting or, you know, and then uh, Sometimes I think more recently I've been thinking about what I really want in terms of pattern. Like, what am I using uh, in in, per, in the percussive space and in the uh, uh, synthesizer area? Um, what sounds do I like? And you know, so I'm starting to pursue that more about um, rather than just kind of going through and listening to things like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll, I'll try this, uh, being more deliberate about it and thinking like, you know, there's some specific sounds that I'm really interested in using and I need to find the right one. It's funny, like, like uh, I got into my head somehow, like uh, that kind of Brazilian uh, whistle kind of using that like samba music and some dance tracks you'll hear it sometimes and uh i started looking for like a, a, a brazilian whistle sample and i couldn't really find one that met what i was really looking for it was kind of funny because it's like wow like you know i found like five or six different brazilian whistle samples and they're all like wow that's not really what it was <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I guess what all I'm saying is that yeah, I speak. I'm I'm on a path where I'm beginning to be a little bit more selective and and trying to find certain things. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I've only really been pursuing you know this electronic music more seriously in the last couple of years. So you know it it, it takes time to to work out uh what you're doing yeah yeah i definitely get that and yeah i mean i think that i kind of experienced that myself with like what i want to make a podcast about you know how does it 
how am I, how am I going to end up like, you know, not sounding or doing the exact same thing as anyone else. And right. so I, it took me some time to do that myself in my own way, but yeah. That's, that's exactly the, the thing. It's whatever you're doing, whatever creative endeavors you're pursuing it, you just have to start doing it and it's not going to be exactly what you want. Maybe right at the first at right at the beginning, or maybe you're going to think it's, Oh, this is awesome. But then later on, you'd be like, what was I doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. Uh, so I was yeah. Clueless. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's been the same with my electronic music, you know, and I, I've been aware of that the whole time. Like, that's why I say like, even the stuff I, I release, it's like, there's always something like, oh my God, that could have been a little better, but I, I'm trying not to be too precious about it. I just want to let it go so I can move on and go on to the next thing and improve and follow the path and um, figure things out and learn from, you know, mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I totally get that for sure um so what is it what does the word autonomy mean what, what's that um it's, uh it is a word <laughs> <laughs> it is a word uh i uh it's kind of a mashup word of um ontology uh and autonomy and mm. The, the meaning is sort of uh, it's sort of the opposite of autonomy, or excuse me, of autonomy. Mm. Autonomy is rather than individualism, of autonomy of being self-contained. It's a recognition of um, uh, being part of an ecosystem, being part of uh, a community, and. Uh, so autonomy is a connection to community, I guess. It's the, like I said, more of a, an, an antonym to autonomy. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's uh, fitting. Yeah, you know, when goes to that title of everything is connected. You know, that's, that's autonomy. That's right. All oh, yeah. connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so uh, once upon a time when shows were a thing, uh, were you um, doing much uh, autonomy sets? Uh, I was really excited to start doing more. My very first show was actually at uh, Nausicaa for the River West 24 uh, last year, 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, late night set and body work played and Dave, Kevin, Adam, Adam um, and I think there was somebody from out of town as well. Can't remember who it was, but, uh, uh, yeah, I was thrilled to do that. And more recently, um, I did a, uh, Cactus Club, uh, set, uh, on their Vimeo channel. Oh, yeah. So that's out there. So please check out Cactus Club. Uh, Vimeo channel. Uh, there's a lot of great music on there. Um, they're, I think, doing shows pretty much every weekend. Uh, and yeah, it was really fun to try and 
put that put that together or performed live from my porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That was with uh, that was with Randall Bravery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was for that. Um, yeah. Um, big shout out to Cactus Club for making shows work in the capacity that we can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you felt good about it. It went well. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I was. It was a little hectic. They had somebody else uh, lined up, so it was kind of a last-minute uh, fill-in. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, I think I did about a 25-minute set, uh, but it was all it was live, and so it's like, but it was it was live pre-recorded. So I, but I wanted to make sure, like. Uh, there's no glitches or like, I don't want to go through and then find, Oh, my audio dropped off. I have to redo this. <laughs> so I was uh, uh, fortunate that it, I had it all hooked up correctly and uh, I didn't have any terrible audio problems. Occasionally uh, I run into little, you know, distortion gremlins that come up and make everything sound terrible. But, uh, uh, didn't run into too much of that that day so uh yeah it turned out great i thought good good i'm glad that's, that's exciting um so that being said uh what uh what what's next with autonomy what are you working on now right um well speaking of cactus club billy from cactus club is kind of putting together a cassette release of some uh it's called left left field more experimental i think you know like i said generally i'm maybe less experimental more pop dance but you know some kind of bridge between the two but uh billy asked me to uh submit some music for that so uh i gotta try and finish that up and get that over to him and uh yeah, so I, I'm not sure what the release plans look like for that, but that's something that's in the works. I'm excited about. We love to see it. Yeah, we sure do. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I know you also do the uh, you do some photography as well. Yes. Um, how long you been uh, messing with the camera? A uh, very long time. I think I've got a whole decade of kind of Milwaukee music scene documented on my Flickr page. Um, yeah, I mean, I mostly shot just, you know, local bands and DIY scenes and uh, obviously not doing very much this year, but I kind of uh, set down the camera. There's a lot of great photographers out there uh, keeping that the going Arby's with the show. scene. The I, I did, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know that those shots will ever see the light of day. Uh, it, I, you know, like I said, I haven't really been shooting too much, so it's kind of rusty. And looking through them, I was like, oh boy, <laughs> 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 uh, not not that not that great. So uh, maybe one or two will pop up one day, but. Mm. Mm. Yeah, hopefully we'll get more Arby shows yeah. at least. Right. Yeah. 
I, I love what Matt's doing. Big shout out to Matt. Yeah. Um, I guess my last thing is, so Joe, I know you're, you know, you've obviously been in the DIY scene for a long time. Uh, what, uh, what are some, I know your, um, your Instagram is literally large print fan. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, what are, what are some of your favorite uh, Milwaukee artists right now? Ah, uh, that's a hard question. Um, might be too difficult. Yeah, I mean, large print is amazing, and everybody should listen to large print. Um, it's it's funny, Matt. In that, so I uh, I was doing a uh, Sundial Mottos fan club. Uh, unfortunately, that band is kind of eh, we'll we'll call them on hiatus. Hopefully, hopefully they come back. Uh, I love Sundial Models. Uh, I hope they'll start playing again when we can play music again together. Um, but I had created a, you know, uh, internet fan page for Sundial Models, and uh, Matt Glassell actually it was the he had the idea for the large print fan club, uh, and he proposed it to me because you know he knows I'm a big fan of large print but also a big fan of fan clubs so <laughs> uh, we uh, he, I think he created the uh, large print fan club page and uh, yeah just you know I, I so he and I are the founders of the large print fan club please follow us on Facebook we try to post uh, large print related fan material when we can. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I hope that um, large print drops shirts. You know, I, I really like a large print shirt because I have oh, yeah. like, you know, this summer I bought just a bunch of local band shirts. So I have the Operation shirt, mm -hmm. Haunter, um, Social Caterpillar, Snag, but Large print is missing. I do hope they drop a shirt soon. Well, they, they've had some in the past, and I, I've got a wonderful large print shirt. But, uh, yeah, for the folks listening in, uh, large print has been doing this incredible project on their Instagram where they are releasing a, you know, you know one-minute-long song every week. And they've been doing it all year. I, they keep going. It's incredible. Uh, and they come with these incredible like lo-fi videos. And um, they just released a uh, the first half of the year uh, on yeah on you know streaming sites. So I think you can uh, listen to these tracks and. Uh, they're amazing. They they yeah. sound great. The band is really, they're so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they are great. That that's that's such a such they a wonderful. Really thing. need more attention because it's kind of it's just ridiculous how good that band is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, man, I'm gonna put on and scenery on after this. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of this past year, um, I, I think Fog Museum is one of the best records to come out of this year. Too. Oh, yeah. 
operations killed it. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Shout out to Elisa. Elisa's Charlie. Yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, our DIY scene is, um, you know, not to be overlooked whatsoever. And, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to even more stuff, uh, you know, in the next couple of months, hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody out the shows. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for being on the show. Thanks, uh, Ben. You bet. Uh, I'm glad we got to hang out a bit, talk yeah. music. Um, as we close out here, I've uh, got closing questions here. What keeps you up at night? <laughs> uh, I, let's not even go there. It's the the world is uh, really not in a great place right now. We'll just it, it's everything is the worst. Um, and specifically, uh, what's what's good is that uh yeah let's 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 talk about what's good yeah so well that's my second question is what puts you to sleep what puts me to sleep what <laughs> well i wouldn't say what put what's what you know what what keeps me uh in the streets is black lives matter and uh there was a uh porch music day recently which i found out about kind of on that day, which I was reflecting upon because it's like, you know, everybody playing music on your porch, what a great idea. Um, and yet I know all of these musicians and uh, this great DIY scene and I was totally, unaware that it was even happening <clears throat> and the reason for that was that everybody was out there uh protesting and uh doing work for the community because that was what was more important than some porch show you know that's not to knock anybody that was out there doing that but uh it just you know that's you know i i was not even aware that it was happening because none of the people or very few of the people that i know were actually doing that they they were out concerned with what's happening uh what happened in kenosha and uh the local uh marches and protests here and uh supporting that so um yeah you know uh we all want to get back to playing these shows and um having fun with our friends and and, and making music and we we we're driven to continue to create um but you know what's important is uh people's lives yeah and you know that's should be and, and rightly is uh the forefront of our minds right now so yeah 
Yeah, no, I'm glad you said that, Joe, because mm-hmm. um, in June when the protests were going on, like the marches were every day and, you know, but I blocked everything else out for like those two weeks. Like yeah. it was all I could think about was being in the streets and uh, being just so, I mean, the, like the worst thing I could have done was just sit at home and angry, you know, like that's why we take to the streets right. to, you know, uh, to, for our voices to be heard about these injustices. And I'm right. really, really happy. I was so happy to see so many of the folks in the music scene um, out marching like every day. I mean, a lot of the folks we mentioned on this show, yeah. were at, like large print, I saw those guys out there like multiple days. I saw, yeah. Eli, I saw Eli Smith out there many yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Matt, also out there many times like those I know, guys uh, yeah. i w- wasn't able to get down to kenosha but i know saber was uh and uh you know i supported her and she was bringing down supplies so uh you know we're yeah we pulled together as a community to support what what matters and that's what matters right now um so yeah we all want to get back to playing and we, we are doing our music here and there as best we can um, but yeah what's important is to uh, support our community and neighbors and uh, and yeah Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter thank you again Joe appreciate you um, yeah um, everyone watching thanks for uh, tuning in to mr nice guy uh we'll be posting a link to sinbad saber and carlisle as well as autonomy uh so you can check out joe's work um uh thank you again and we'll see you next time thanks ben